Hey everybody, welcome back to an episode of Murder Blows, except it's not your normal episode of Murder Blows. Uh, we're affectionately calling it Murder is Wild because we are teaming up tonight uh, with our favorite nature-based podcast, Nature is Wild. We go into a lot of stuff. Uh, we get pretty heavy as per usual. I mean, it's the same old thing, just with animals and different co-hosts. It's pretty nice. Speaking of co-hosts, my name is Violet and then not as always, I'm joined by Zeke, Janelle, and Maisie. All right, and uh, let's roll that sweet, funky uh, intro music, shall we? to stand the whole time well i was i, I left my fridge open <laughs> <laughs> that's why you train a dog to close it for you it's like how Maisie has her office in the bathroom he just has the office in the fridge <laughs> not today it's in the living room my fridge is over i don't want to show you the rest of my house it's dirty <laughs> Wait, does this mean I can do the thing where I ask, are we recording? <gasps> That's how it should open! Oh, cute! Um, to answer your question, Janelle, we are, in fact, recording. <laughs> and we have Exciting. been recording this whole time. I knew it. Us. Sneaky minks. Plot I twist. Like a good, I like a good surprise. I'm surprised. Okay. There we go. So and do I'm you... Out. Oh. Bye. Bye. Bye, Sasha. You're not Bye. out. You're still here. You're always listening. Right. So uh, I had a Beetlejuice donut today, and my mouth is now black. I had the most disgusting vegetable pizza today, and I threw it away. On his face. I'm sorry. Violet, the Beetlejuice donut turned my mouth black. Hi. I'm so ready. I have questions. Where does one acquire a Beetlejuice donut? Okay, hold on. There's a backstory to this Beetlejuice donut that I have to get off my chest that I know I've ranted about so many times to Janelle. He and corrected Sasha. himself today. Thank. Oh my God. About to- this amazing restaurant in Nashville um, is doing like Halloween themed donuts. But the first one they did was. <laughs> So they were like, we're doing Tim Burton themed donuts all month. And the first one is Carrie. And I was standing in line when I heard it and I went, uh, 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 what? What? And I was so upset. Oh my God, Boris, are you really going to start this shit right now? Yes. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, it was just, it was bad. I did like the blinking guy meme. Wait, why are Blink- you upset about a Carrie donut? Because he said it was a Tim Burton themed donut. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, mm, mm. but like the horror fanatic in me was like, mm, 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 mm. 
Oh. I wanted you to like stomp your foot down and just be like, you fool, and then walk out. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I'm going to challenge him to a duel. <laughs> correct. That's correct. Um. Anyways, tell us more about the Beetlejuice donut. <laughs> so it's like white ganache with like a black chocolate drizzle. And then the inside is banana cream, but then there's a rum pipette, and the pipette is green rum. And when you eat it, you look like Michael Keaton Beetlejuice, because <laughs> your mouth looks disgusting. Wow, I love that. It's so good. <laughs> but the owner today was like, we're doing Stephen King and Tim Burton themed donuts. <laughs> I think someone probably told him. Good. (laughs) Somebody should have told him. (laughs) I didn't eat anything crazy today. No. Nothing noteworthy. Oh, we went to a chain restaurant, and I got a quesadilla, and it was very, very subpar. John was like, my burrito is pretty good. I was like, my chicken was frozen, and I can taste it, and it was bad. So. Gordon Ramsay over here. That's she's gonna go back to the fridge and like start wiping dust and what the fuck is this <laughs> what the fuck is this because <laughs> dust on the outside affects the chicken taste on the inside <laughs> listen i had a food day though because i also had a grilled cheese but instead of bread it was donuts Lord have mercy. Disgusting. <laughs> it was so good. That it was the best like, grilled cheese I've ever had in my whole life. That sounds like something that a high school boy that survives on monster energy drinks and playing Fortnite would invent. Well, a, then he's a genius because that's like it's the most good. bachelor, like young kid thing. That's a Monte Cristo sandwich. You know that, right? No. Like, <laughs> Sub sub powdered sugared bread for donuts. That's a Monte. It's like a ham and cheese sandwich with bread and powdered sugar on it, and then it's like grilled. I've never had a Monte Cristo, but it sounds delicious. I like the grilled cheese. That's a lot. <laughs> Look yeah, at- no thanks. We got a thumbs up from our producer Sasha on the Monte Cristo sandwich. <laughs> I like you guys. You think I'm funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. When Janelle starts laughing, so do I. I can't no, help it. That's understandable. Oh, hold on. I'm going to get a name. We had, there was a big break in the murder world this week, like two days ago. Um, sorry, this is not related to nature, but... What is his name? Is it the cop? No, it's the guy. His first name is Sam, and I can't remember his last name. But essentially what happened is he was already... um, Yes, thank you. He was already serving a life sentence, and he confessed to like 60 other murders that were unsolved. Oh. Oh, my God. That's a lot of murder. Okay, so basically... Uh, Sam Little, he is convicted of um, eight murders. He's linked to 61, and then he claimed to 93-plus murders so he can move jails. 
That's what Sasha just said. That, yeah. Is that not crazy? Isn't he from Tennessee? Or he, like, landed in Tennessee? Is that the same guy? Uh, I, I he was born in Georgia. Oh, uh, okay. Born in Georgia, and it looks like the murder started in California. But over, like, years and years and years, and he's 79 years old now. I just don't think you should get to move jails like you murdered almost 100 people like you don't get anything i hope they got all the names of the victims and they were like psych you're staying right where you were sucker they usually have to sign a paper though or they start before they start confessing what do sorry do they have to follow it after 93 kills (laughs) i mean they do but also they don't want to (laughs) What do senior citizens do in jail? Um, Puzzles. They read books. Uh... Have you ever seen The Mule? <laughs> <laughs> prisons, like, prisons that... Are, a lot of uh, prisons actually have pretty good uh, conditions. Yeah, but, like, okay, so... I think about, like, senior citizens going to the senior club and doing, like, knitting and fun stuff like that. They can knit. But, well, they probably can't knit. They can't the needles, knit. Yeah. The needles. They'd have to, what's a, what, there, is there a, is, um, hand weaving? They have, they have, like, a hand version of knitting. A looming? Yeah. Bingo? Um, my grandmother worked at a jail and they would braid chip bags into purses. Hey, you gotta get crafty. I don't think Sam Little's doing any crafts, though. No, this is a woman that did it, so she gave my grandmother one, and it was interesting. Did anybody ever get a purse made out of Kool-Aid packets? Or like I remember those. I, yeah. I remember seeing those in elementary school, like people carrying them around. How did I get? I had one. They were like the Kool-Aid jammers. Yeah. Like yeah. I saw them like at like craft fairs and stuff, like people selling them out of little booths. That's just a weird memory I had. Yeah, I forgot those existed. <laughs> Is this like your potato shoes? Do you guys remember potato shoes? No. You're what gonna is make me Google shoe? it, aren't you? No one, no one remembers potato shoes, but they were these ugly ass. Like it looks like you just stuck your damn foot in a potato. And they're so ugly. No one remembers them. I think I dreamed them or every bitchy girl in my middle school just wore them. Oh, I didn't know that's what these were called. They're these ugly, like, mule-like... Birkenstocks. Yeah, Birk. They're Birkenstocks. I've seen, like, people still wear these. I've seen these on on people's feet in Walmart, like, recently. I had these. (laughs) With my (laughs) Capri Sun purse, thank you. Does anybody remember Rainbow Bread? Rainbow Bread? What? It was like bread that was tie-dyed different colors. Like the bread was. Do you remember the Shrek ketchup? Yes. <laughs> yeah, never forget purple ketchup. I oh, kept yeah. it for as long as I could. They brought back green ketchup for a while when like Shrek whatever number came out. Yeah. I didn't Shrek even like ketchup, but I but the purple made it more appetizing. Yeah. Remember what? lawn darts. <laughs> what? Remember lawn darts? What are Welcome lawn darts? <laughs> lawn darts oh. are these giant no- darts, and they killed the people, and they had to be banned. <laughs> 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 they killed people because people would you throw them up, and then they land in like a hoop or something, and people were just dying. <laughs> oh my god! 
I found a really old ad for it. 1969. <laughs> what, lawn darts? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lawn darts. You remember Sky Dancers? I yeah. loved those. I used to chew on their wings. I did too. They were so foamy and soft. Yes, they were perfect. And my then, mom ha- go ahead. Oh, my mom had a bunch, and I used to, you know how? Well, my mom, my mom, my mom had like a bunch of toys that she was like, "These are my toys. You can only play with them sometimes." And then she would let me play with them sometimes. And one day, I she had a, she had those, and I uh, threw it at her. Oh my god! I just found the Sky Dancer Moon Launcher on like a like a the app's called Mercari, but it's like a second hand app. Yeah. Oh my god! It's five dollars. Should I get it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> no Sky Launcher. <laughs> get it. They're fifty dollars like- on eBay. That's what they use in that vine that that little girl sends her fairy into the fire, right? Yeah, that's that's a sky dancer. Okay. Never forget. I wasn't really big into like, I don't know. I guess I was just into weird shit as a kid. Like my favorite toy growing up was uh, an anatomically correct uh, bat that you could like pull apart, like it was a plastic bat, mm-hmm. and I would just pull it apart and That's take really out all cool, the organs though. and then put yeah. it back in there. Oh wait, organs? What are you talking? I thought it was just yeah. like a bat. <laughs> no, the bat is like you popped it open, and then you could like when you pop the top part open, you had like all of its bones, and you yeah. could open like a rib cage, and then it would have all of his organs and. So you so were I'd playing uh, vivisection as a child. Yeah, I was just really fast. That's really cool, but also, <laughs> yeah, it explains a lot. Like, Violet played with organs and was raised by alcoholics. When you said anatomically correct, um, I had a cup. Like, my sister and I had like baby dolls that like had genitals and stuff as a child. That's wild. That's they were anatomically really correct. They had genitals and stuff, and that's what I thought you were going to lead up to oh, it being wow. like having like joints where it's supposed to have. Instead, you're like, I ripped it apart. Oh no, I was very like gentle. I was like playing doctor with bats because I didn't like people. So I wouldn't like, <laughs> you know how like kids are like, let's play doctor. I was like, no. I would just rather save this bat's life. All of his organs are on the outside. I need to fix it. <laughs> Did you guys uh, ever play like a game when you were little where you would be like, I called it be whatever you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> and what we would do is we would all get together and we would say like, like one of my friends would want to play like superheroes, but I'd want to play dinosaurs. So we were like, okay, it's be whatever you want to be. And my friend would be like, I'm Superman. I'd be like, I'm a Velociraptor. <laughs> like that's just like how we would play. Did anybody else do that? Like superhero dinosaur crossovers? No, we were very themed in my house, and what one of us picked, we had to go with. Yeah, oh, to yeah. the death. And like yeah. <laughs> people could not be the same character. No, I'm yeah. Simba. all i remember is playing house as a child and a group of kids saying no zeke you can't be the dog again you have to play a human because i would just want to be the pet every time we would play house (laughs) so that's so rude (laughs) and then i was like but i'm the baby now i'm just crawling around barking so i'm baby (laughs) i'm dog (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel it's- like in house, I would always like just take it a, a step too far. Like I, I oh me too. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, they were like you have to be the sister i'd be like okay i'm the sister that gets hit by a car and comes back from the dead and is now a zombie and they were like it's not zombie sister you have to be a normal sister not a zombie sister you're like sorry it's not in my not in my uh don't understand can't do it can't compute error 404 (laughs) so is is this how you guys do your show literally And then someone's like, you know what else is madness? And then we go into this like great sponsorship ad that we have with our <gasps> Canadian grooming and blank slate labs. Oh my god, I use the sweet and salty scrub. <gasps> Tea. What did you think? <laughs> it's oh, I like used it every day and went through my tub real fast. <laughs> and so I was like, gotta slow down. <laughs> so now I have uh, a routine where Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays are my exfoliation days. And that's when I get to use the sweet and salty scrub. Oh my God. I love that. I'm so chaotic. <laughs> I, I have no oh, yeah. schedule for that. <laughs> I start out like, especially with like uh, the coffee mud mask. I'm like, okay, just do my face. And then the next second, I'm like, oh, well, you know, my shoulders have been kind of, well, okay, now it's in my asshole, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta exfoliate everywhere. (laughs) Sorry, Allie. (laughs) She's like, just don't eat it. Everything else is fine. I know. In In case everyone doesn't know, I eat the lip scrub every single day of my life. It No lie. Like, I... And and that should tell you, I've been eating it for years now, right? We've been doing this. We've been doing murder blows for a while. And I just consistently eat it every day. Like, oh, just just a little bit, you know? It's just like you're scrubbing your lips and then, oops, it's in your mouth. <laughs> I tasted the sweet and salty scrub once. It's not as appetizing. No, it wasn't very good <laughs> taste-wise. But I was like, you're not supposed to eat it. scrub is good. <laughs> I stuck my tongue in it. That was a mistake. The- <laughs> oh that's like the story of my life you like smell something you're like wow this smells really good i wonder how it tastes and you immediately taste and you're like no um, no you just give it like a little cat lick like a or like a lizard i did oh. that recently with something i think it was a bath bomb i think i licked a bath bomb from lush <laughs> ew <laughs> Ew. It, it smelled really appetizing and i was like okay just a little and it was a mistake I just hate when things say natural and all organic and you're just like, yeah, then I can definitely put this in my mouth. I I think about that all the time with like our natural cleaning supplies. Like, does that mean I could swallow our cleaning supplies? Uranium (laughs) is natural too, Janelle. Mercury is natural too. You do not need to eat that. (laughs) She said, I'm going to stop you right there. No. I'm surprised Josh didn't yell at me. <laughs> um, if you guys want to sample these amazing products and not put them in your mouth except for the lip scrub, uh, don't do that. Can, you can follow them on Instagram uh, at Arcadian Grooming, correct, and at Blank Slate Labs. Uh, use code Murder Blows for fifteen freaking percent off. I think this is the first time I've done this ad properly. Um, even though I, I didn't use it. Yeah, and I've gotten several things of sweet and salty scrub because of the code Murder Blows. Look at Aww. that! Uh, Instagram's Arcadian Official. 
damn it. It's ArcadianGrooming.com. That's okay. It's easy to get those uh, intertwangled. I'm going to put that word in every episode, and I didn't lie. Um, if you're listening to this episode on Nature is Wild, feel free to use the code MURDERBLOWS, all lowercase, for some nice, fun products for your face and for your skin on your head. That's also connected to your face. And your hair on your head, because that's also connected. I got that backwards. Um, Allie did tell me that she, uh, they sent like a product sample kit to one of the barber shops here in Portland, and I was like, "Which one? Do you want me to go check it out? You want me to go see the display? Do you need me to go like talk to him about? It? Do you want me to?" She was like, "Yeah, I guess if you want." <laughs> like, okay, good. Okay, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> but thanks, Allie and Eric Dale. Check out Arcadian Grooming on Instagram. Nope. Arcadian official on Instagram and Blank Slate Labs on Instagram. <laughs> they got links and stuff. Tell me said hi. It's great stuff. Woo! What are we doing here today? Talking about death. Death by animals. Um, so this idea cracked <laughs> from Sasha, who was on Twitter one day and saw a article from the website cracked um about animals that have serially killed people and she was like oh my gosh i know a true crime podcast and i know an animal podcast a nature podcast and she was like let's bring these two bad man pajamas together and so today violet and i are gonna read you stories um, about the times that animals have serially killed people. And then Zeke and Janelle are going to tell us about the animals, maybe like their habits, maybe the regions they're in specifically, why they want the taste of humans. Like, I don't know, let's break this down. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wild because murder is wild. And sometimes nature blows, you know, only sometimes. <laughs> dab <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> okay are we ready we ready yes. we are gonna talk about now if anyone knows how to say this please butt in but the is it tasavo man eaters so yes okay so the tasavo man eaters are lions this took place in 1898 um in British East Africa, there is like a thousand mile long stretch of track. They called it the Kenya Uganda Railway. Um, there was thousands of workers. I think I saw a number on Wikipedia that was like over 2000 people that worked on this in between the years they were building it. And um, since the British weren't really taking care of the people that were laborers, that were native people, they uh, started to die of natural causes. And then there's two lions. And there was an article somewhere that gave these lions names. And I was like, there's no way that in 1898, these lions had names. Like, it's the I ghost in the darkness. Mm. I've seen that movie. <laughs> what movie? There's a movie based on this. And I think it's called what you just, what, what she just said. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about secondhand lions for a second. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the oh. Lion King? oh, is that second? Is that, wait, 
No, there's a movie it's not based on this. There's a movie. Secondhand Lions. Secondhand Lions is like a feel-good film, and I was like, that's no. wild. No. no, no, no. There is a movie based on this event. There is a movie based on this event. What is the the what in the darkness? The ghost. I love ghosts. Holy shit, you're right. It's a 1996 film, a drama thriller, starring. Sorry, this is what we do on Steam. Oh, Michael Douglas, Val Kilmer. Well, <laughs> next time on Streamweavers. <laughs> Austin Powers and Ghosts in the Darkness. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, didn't know it did that. Okay. Um. Anyway. So, sorry, gotta go back to my article here. Um... The lions would come in in the night and basically take people from their tents. So, uh, yeah, they weren't protecting themselves from anyone. They were sneaking into camp, climbing into tents, and dragging workers away. And the tents were like, see, the stupid Cracked article, okay? I don't read a lot from Cracked, but it seemed like someone had a word count here. And I'm not trying to call you out. But those tents were like pistachio shells to lions, except the nuts inside kept screaming and had families to support. And, oh, God, that's the saddest thing ever. That's in the article. <laughs> so uh, scientific. <sighs> it sounds like, well, I mean, everybody's read a Cracked article. They have a certain cadence of speech. They're just trying to sound cool. They just, uh, just want to be your friend talking to you. All right. So over long months, this went on for like nine months. The workers and their managers, uh, they tried to every way they could to get rid of the lions. And they sent out uh, hunting parties. They set traps. None of it worked. This is literally a sentence. This is one sentence. It says the lions were just like, oh, thorns. I'm totes out of my element i've n i've never had to avoid them growing up in the fucking jungle before murdering more sleeping workers that's a that's in the article that's also a highly inaccurate statement but we can get into that later well because they were like they made a trap like a fence of thorns whatever it also I'm, sounds like maybe crack just needs to do a podcast honestly like don't put this <laughs> in the i'm just saying somebody had a workout all right so for months this happened, uh, it turns out that the lion's body count was estimated as many as 135 people. Um, so nothing worked to get rid of them. There was one guy that was like super good at hunting lions. Uh, his name is John Henry Patterson, who I think, uh, what's his name? John Douglas plays in the movie, the 1999 thriller drama. The Ghost in the Darkness, whatever it's called. Uh, he shot the first lion, because there's two main lions here. He shot the first lion five times with a .303 caliber rifle over the course of a day. This man shot this lion multiple times, and the lion's, like, still alive, stalking him, trying to kill him. Uh, it took eight shots, one directly in the head, to kill the second. It took 13 bullets total to kill the two lions that are responsible for killing 135 people. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Tell us about them lions. Okay, so I had lions, and I was really excited about it because Zeke and I often, you know, say like, well, which animal do you want? And I was really hoping Zeke would want lions because when I was little, 
was obsessed with the Lion King and I would stick socks in the back of my Simba underwear and I would pretend to be Simba. What socks. did the socks do? They were his tail. Don't oh. ask. Ask my five-year-old stuff. Yeah, I was about to ask, what it socks, what does that mean? Violet, what's happening? No, I can totally relate. I really love the Jungle Book, and I had the Elephant March on vinyl, and I would literally, like, put, like, did I tell the story on Murder Blows? No, but I love it. I That's my favorite scene ever. Yes, I put, like, a little, like, gray piece of fabric that I cut out, and I would, like, wrap it around my belt loop, and I would do the Elephant March on the floor when I was, like, three years old. Yeah, so you get it. I, sorry, I got real excited because I was like, oh, someone knows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I even went to school in preschool, and they were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, Simba. And they were like, you can't grow up to be a lion. You're like, well, with that attitude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they were like, well, wouldn't you rather be Nala? And it's like, no, I want to marry Nala, which should have been the first sign I was a bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh... <laughs> a bisexual in the wild. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so lions, right? Um, crazy. So first of all, these lions were maneless male lions, which is interesting and plays into it. So Savo or Tasavo is a, um particularly hot region of Africa. And so lion manes not only protect vital parts of their bodies, but they also keep um, heat in. So it makes sense that these um, lions wouldn't have manes, but the fact that they're maneless would also make them better hunters. See, maned lions don't often hunt because their big, massive hair with multitude of colors makes it hard for them to camouflage. But if these lions don't have manes, they can't camouflage as well. So Ooh. I just thought that was an interesting fact. Yeah. So another thing about this is that lions are mostly scavengers and prefer to steal from other animals versus actually hunting their own food because I guess they're lazy fucks. So <laughs> um, what caused these lions to actually hunt humans and probably habitat, an altered habitat, when a habitat is off altered, it can affect wildlife and make it harder for lions to get food. So they switched up their prey. And so um, in 1898, a lot of the lion's natural prey was wiped out due to rinderpest disease. So all the wildebeest and zebras and stuff like that died. And they were given an easy food source when the railroad construction moved in because workers would leave piles of dead bodies flying around uh. and so lions being scavengers were like hell yeah and uh you know started eating human flesh and then once they got a taste for human flesh they were like cool time to start eating live humans um Ugh. yeah um but into this whole humans getting into lion habitat thing when humans press into habitat it means lions have less room to roam which puts them in closer range with humans so this railroad construction likely intruded on their lion's habitats and um giving them more opportunities to feast on humans so um 
male lions tend to hunt using brush and vegetation versus female lions who hunt out in savanna grasses. So alternations to this alterations to this vegetation can greatly alter their hunting and feeding habits. So when the railroad construction came in, all of the things that they normally hunt with probably went away, which again added to them changing of how they hunt. Mm. And um, one other thing I thought was interesting, and I kind of wish, okay, this is going to sound bad. Did you guys just hear my cats go fucking ape shit in the background? A little. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that uh, they were probably hunting humans also because they're easier to eat. So Ooh. humans, we're, <laughs> we are softer and easier to chew for older or sicker lions and animals in, in general. And in 2004, a man eating lion in Tanzania was responsible for killing 35 people over the course, course of 20 months. And during his autopsy, they found out he had an abscessed tooth. So he was killing humans out of necessity because they were the softest things to eat. <gasps> Ew. So there's basically a lot of factors into why these lions probably killed all of these people. But if I had to guess, habitat um, invasion would be my guess. Oh, you heard it right here from a professional. That's funny because that's funny. That particular reason is funny for me. And I'll get into that later when I start talking more about the things that I looked into. But... I have a bit of a theory about why a lot of these animals kill. Oh, yeah. Humans are easy. Well, not just that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, animals in general, not just the ones that eat us. Like Because I know we talk about other animals that don't eat what they kill. Yes. Okay. <sighs> Weird. Okay, Violet. Oh, uh, okay. So... I am going to be talking about the, ooh, Sasha's going to murder me, um, the mm. Sankabetsu, Sankabetsu, there we go, right, brown bear incident, as Cracked calls it, an incident, okay, just keep that in mind, this is just an incident, when I think of, like, an incident, I think, like, an employee forgot to wear pants and his, like, butt crack showed, that's an incident, um, <laughs> But uh, so, uh, Sankabetsu, Japan, and not the Japan. I'm not going to. Exactly. I am going to read this exact sentence because I uh, took a video of it earlier. I was so amused by it. It says, and not the Japan you're thinking of with all its baffling video games and sexual perversions. Because when I think of Japan, (laughs) my mind just skips all the beautiful culture and, you know, the scenery and the politeness and the good food. And I think of sexual perversions. Um, (laughs) Is this episode just going to be us roasting? Yeah. Shittily written article. Welcome to the roast of cracked. (laughs) Get a podcast. (laughs) You mean hentai Um, isn't the first thing you think of when you think of Japan? (laughs) I know. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. I put the tentacles at bay. It's like the second or third. (laughs) Uh, so Japan back in the early 1900s was like mostly farming town, according to this. Um, and, uh, in November of 1915 and really, I find this a little, I don't know. You guys probably know more than I do, but an 800 pound Usuri, uh, I probably pronounced that wrong too. A brown bear, uh, wandered up to the Akita family, uh, homestead 
sorry, I have to go around my microphone. Um, in uh, uh, Roku Sensawa. And at first, like the bear fled, he was like, ah, nah, I'm good. But then, like, returned uh, several days later to a nearby house and uh, mauled a baby and then dragged its babysitter off into the woods to eat them. Um, <laughs> when I was reading, oh, go ahead. Oh no, you're good. I was saying, like, when I was reading Wikipedia, they like named everybody, and they kept saying the names, and it ran together so hard. Yeah. When I was reading Wikipedia about this case, because I was I was wanting to see what specific kind of black where a brown bear this was. Yeah. It, was, it ran together. There's a lot of names involved in this that they just kind of skip over in yeah. this article. Cracked is like, here's the bear. It ate a baby. <laughs> it's 800 pounds. <laughs> I mean, uh, it doesn't even include the fact that apparently the babysitter threw wood at the bear trying to get away. Uh, uh, um, so then a hunting party or they got together and they were like, whoa, we have to kill this bear. He's like eating babies. And they managed to shoot it uh, one time, but it escaped because it was 800 pounds. So I assume it was just <laughs> like, was that a fucking mosquito bite? It's like, try um, again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, according to this cracked article, they were not a very successful hunting party. Um, the next night, the bear uh, made its way to another house and killed three more people. Um, this time, 50 local guardsmen uh, made it to the house in time to fight the bear, um, which sounds so freaking cool to me that 50 people had to freaking fight a bear. Um, but... The Sankobetsu murder bear, they call it the murder bear. I'm just going to call it the big boy. Um, escaped yet again into the night. The big boy. The big boy. <laughs> this big boy. boy. I have a really big soft spot for bears. Probably about 800 pounds worth of soft spot. Um, <laughs> um, so upon, uh, it says upon their return to the Oda house, um, so I assume it's like a search party. Uh, they found what was left of one of the victims, uh, which is apparently a head and some like bits of leg, uh, buried in the snow for safekeeping because bears are crazy smart. Um, in two days, the bear, um, murdered six pe six more people, uh, one of whom was pregnant of their lives. And before everyone gets all sensitive, cause they're like, oh, bears kill pregnant ladies. Ugh. Like, bears have come on like like the bear was like oh i'm sorry are you pregnant oh i'll move along it's fine it's fine sorry. how far my, along are you yeah might be <laughs> boy or girl <laughs> my name is sankobetsu murder bear not never mind um <laughs> never mind i'm gonna stop uh so the local militia was like so scared of this bear um <laughs> they were just like flee they were like, ah, no, I'm good. They would see him and then, like, bounce. Uh, and it says that only the men who survived the recent war with Russia had the balls to stay. Um, Damn. Yeah, fair. Russia's a nightmare, from what I hear. Um, so, let's see. So, the locals were like, okay, we can't kill this freaking bear. He's, like, eating pregnant people and babies. He's touching a lot of very controversial subjects here. We need to call up Yamamoto. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Kate, 
Heikichi. Heikichi. There we go. Uh, an expert bear hunter with a legendary reputation, apparently. Um, so unfortunately, Yamamoto had pawned his gun for liquor several days earlier because expert bear hunters <laughs> apparently just need sake, like stat. I um, mean, hard job, you yeah. know, hard labor. <laughs> apparently, he refused the request on grounds that he would much rather be drinking. Um, I mean, fair, can't judge. Um, so eventually the town uh, managed to convince Yamamoto somehow to come and save them. Um, I don't, I assume they just like, why wouldn't you just like pay him in alcohol if that's what he wants to do? Like, um, let's see. It took, uh, like, a a 60 men militia with like elite bear hunters. And it took several days to hunt him down and finish him off. And uh, apparently there was an autopsy done on the bear and it revealed uh, traces of his victims in his 836 pound carcass. <sighs> Ew. Someone <laughs> tell me about freaking bears. So I, I, I want to know about the like anatomy. What the, do I want to know what that looks like? I kind of do, but Google just, inside of bear. No, maybe like a stuffed toy version, like what Violet had. If you Google inside of bear, you might get some strange Google results. Google end of midsummer movie. <laughs> spoiler alert! It's not really a spoiler. There's just a bear, and you see like the inside of him. <laughs> Classic. Okay. Um. So. I'm the person that actually looked up stuff about bears. And Ooh. I wish that me and Janelle had talked before the actual thing because I have so much information on bears. And I felt like what Janelle told me about um, lions was a lot less than everything I have about bears. So, Because I was just like, do these people know what bears are? Do our listeners know what bears are? <laughs> I have to explain what a bear is before we get into it. I literally am like, there's... I literally list different kinds of brown bears in my research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, did you know that there are many subspecies of brown bear, depending on where they live, like the Alaskan grizzly, Kodak, and Syrian? Oh, they sound fun. Yeah, I was actually, I, I didn't know there were bears in Japan until I did this research. <laughs> so, um that's not the first yeah it's not the first thing i think about when i hear japan i'm like oh yeah the bears but well, now i will i get into that i actually started talking there's actually some really cultural significance about the negative feelings towards bears in japan oh they are the largest um the largest land predator the largest land mammal in japan bears in general are they the specifically their brown bear can be from 200 to 600 kilograms with the males usually twice as heavy as the females obviously the big 800 pound boy he was a little bit heftier than the general consensus typically their diet is you know typical bear foods nuts fish berries insects um they even feed on siberian tiger leftovers and they themselves are a prey animal for these tigers. That's wild. I'm yeah, I thought that was pretty that cool. Much, but it actually is. <laughs> I was like, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, they're these kind of typical bears, honestly, as far as I could find general information. Finding info specifically on that type of bear was actually a challenge, and I found out why. 
An article I found online indicates that Japan is has very negative feelings about bears, like super negative feelings. Of the top 10 search results for the word bear um, on the Hokkaido Shinbum website, nine are articles that present the animals in a more or less negative light. They hmm. have a very negative reputation in Japan, snacking on pets and attacking people. And I live in Tennessee. This place is crawling with bears. If a bear wanders into a populated area but is not destructive, it's not usually shot in sight in, t in Tennessee unless it encounters a rogue redneck in his pickup truck. In rogue Japan, redneck. Yeah, rogue redneck. <laughs> in Japan, bears are basically shot on sight when they enter populated areas. It doesn't matter if they're like walking around just chilling next to a trash can. Seeing a bear in a populated area is a huge thing in Japan. They are treated with fear, with fear and are disposed of very quickly. What does that mean? They're shot. Disposed like, of, though. They're mm. shot. Most of the time, they're shot. Um, I, I found one instance of it, of one being captured and, like, let out, but that's definitely not the, from what I can see, it's not what generally happens. It, this is kind of portraying the fact that Japan has... This is why I struggled to find so much information, specifically, and why you don't hear much about bears in Japan. They don't actually attack people that often there. When they do, it's a huge thing for local papers, but it's not seen – it's not a thing that happens too often, and that's why it was such a challenge. I did come up with a few – I could – from what I gathered, the particular reason for this attack um, was simply because of habitat destruction. There was some deforestation going around in the area in Japan that the attack took place. As far as I could find, that's the general what happened. The bear found it harder to find food, so it wandered into villages. I where said it found... the theme. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I was talking about. There's a theme. There's a theme <laughs> with all of the ones that I found, at least. You dumb humans. So wait, what you're telling me is that maybe... We shouldn't just obliterate everything to put up mini malls. Whoa. Yeah. Maybe, but you know, I, I gotta have I gotta have a local hot topic to shop at. <laughs> How else will I get my think of something relevant, think of something relevant, think of something relevant, play on a dance floor shirt. Oh, yep, way more. Play on the dance floor's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in 2013. I can't just help like where I'm stuck. I just feel like this is a theme with like almost every episode Zeke and I do is we're like, this animal is great, but it's threatened because of habitat destruction and pollution. Yeah. And yeah. I actually talk a bit like in terms of bear attacks, I actually touch a bit. I have some actual tips on what happens if you're attacked by a bear. I thought that was in in important to include because there's actually a lot of kind of consensus. I'm not sure if you're going to or like a lot of discrepancies between what to do depending on if it's a brown or a black bear specifically i'm going to talk about what to do when a brown bear attacks you because it's different um the most common attack type of attack is a bluff charge bluff charges are meant to intimidate when a bear bluff charges it will have its head and ears up and forward the bear will puff itself up to look bigger and will bound on its front paws towards you but it'll sh it'll either stop short or veer off to one side. It's trying to scare you off, basically. My dog does that. 
Yeah, it's, it's, they're they're scared of you, so they're trying to get you to. They're trying to intimidate. She's trying to play. Well, no, not the bear. <laughs> the dog might be. <laughs> um, often bears retreat after a bluff charge, or they may vocalize very loudly. If you pick up the signs of a bluff charge, um, slowly back away while waving your arms above your head and speak to the bear in a calm voice. When the bear does charge, do yeah, just kind of hands in the air. Excuse do me. Not, do Mr. not kill bear. me. Do not kill me. Do not kill me. <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't be that good anyway. I we went, eat a lot of shit. <laughs> we went down two different paths. I was gonna be like, I love you. You're my best friend. Look at Maisie right now taking a picture of her dog. <laughs> I'll send it to you. <laughs> Carry on. But the trick with um, bluff charges is do not run away. This can trigger an actual attack. Stand your, stand your ground, excuse me, and be ready for the bear to make contact in case the charge is not a bluff charge. So <laughs> that's not very reassuring, honestly. And of no, course, it's not. <laughs> yes. Can it confirm. Might... However, it's like, if I was going to be attacked by an animal, I would pick a fucking shark. No, well, I'm just saying, like, if there was an animal to be attacked by, I would pick a shark because you punch those bitches in the nose and they go running. <gasps> Steve-O kicked one in the Jackass movie and it, like, swam away. My dad saved me from a shark when I was eight. Whoa. And that's what we know about sharks. Wait, they <laughs> saved you from a shark? Yeah, my dad and I were swimming. So my dad is a, I don't know, I guess badass is the word. Um, He's like a combat diver for the army. Sorry, uh, I'm going to need more stories from him, please. Yeah, and we were, <laughs> we were out swimming around and we're having a great time. We're a little deep out in the water and my dad says, hold on one second don't move and then he I see him like wade off and I see him like lift up his arm and then just like jab into the water like really hard and fast and he's like okay let's go back and I'm like oh man I'm having fun out here he's like no we're going back and then when we got back to shore he's like there was a shark I punched it in the nose <laughs> oh my god I have questions what dad look like dad probably um, like oh i thought you were like that was your description of him when <laughs> zeke was like what's your dad look like my dad <laughs> <laughs> looks like a dad. a dad um my dad is five eleven and stocky is and he hairy he's very like would you say my dad's built he sounds like a bear yeah oh yeah, and he's, he's very hairy. He's a bear. He's a bear. But Star he's a bear. He's a great guy. He looks well. He shaves now. Before he <laughs> never shaved. Oh. My dad shaves his body hair. <laughs> My dad started that too as like a midlife crisis, and I was like, "You, your arms were fine." My husband it's, does it's a that. Thing. It's so weird. I don't get it. Why I'm would you shave your arms? I don't know. It's weird to me. Your husband shaves his arms? Yeah, Nick shaves his arms. Exposed. Go off. I mean, it's fair, but also, it's a little weird. Um, I was going to say, what's your life like when you wake up and you're like, hi, my name's Jim. I'm a combat diver. What do you do? You Just, dive. You punch <laughs> sharks in the water <laughs> for fuzzies? That you was training? 
fun. That was not for fun. That was to defend his daughter. That's true, but like, you know, I just how many just, sharks do you have to punch? I want to see that training fishing. camp. <laughs> it's like so I think it's just I mean, okay, so this might actually be a good segue. So my dad they were never afraid to like really train in the water with like sharks like that were never a problem but a crocodile on the other hand oh. forget about it is his name gustav oh my god <laughs> yeah crocodiles were a no-go i know we didn't even plan this but this was my favorite story of the whole article do you want to do it yeah can i can we just skip? yeah i never got to tell you guys how to avoid aggressive charges if a bear tries to eat you oh game what on. do we do um, well, aggressive charges, thankfully, have warning signs, too. Um, bears will yawn or clack their teeth and pound their front paws on the ground while huffing. These are stress signs in bears and an indicator to get the hell out of there. If oh. a bear charges you and attacks you, a brown bear specifically, play dead and do not fight back. Zeke, you just <laughs> confirmed that I'm a bear. When I get, like, really okay. upset, I get, like, really tired, I yawn, I, like, stomp my feet, I'm a bear. <laughs> okay i mean that's I fair <laughs> okay <laughs> good well what do you do when you're feeling predatory no that's a terrible thing to ask somebody go see my therapist <laughs> well am i like predatory for tacos like tacos like eating okay if i'm feeling carnivorous mm -hmm. um I smack my lips a lot and yawn and maybe like <laughs> I do I'll I'll always even if I'm talking about okay do you guys ever have that effect where you're like talking about a food you really like and your mouth starts watering oh yeah yeah all yeah. the time yeah like oh it's happening right now just picturing like yeah you I started thinking worms. about tacos I started thinking about tacos every time you said tacos and I'm yeah. like mm, exactly. I want a taco box taco box I don't well, get hangry but I get diligent I get very hangry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hangry, I get, I get diligent. What does that mean? <laughs> it I'm... means that I am willing to do whatever it takes to get food in my face as soon as possible without being intensely aggressive. I was Maybe like, like passive aggressively hungry. Do you suddenly want, like really get really good at Excel <laughs> spreadsheets? Like, are you just like a great worker after you get super hungry? <laughs> You're probably not wrong. I'm very, yeah. I, th I think diligent is still the word I want to stick with. <laughs> Just very ready. I'm determined. Well, predatory bears are very similar to you. Um, T. They will stalk you. They will stalk you. And it is, it is a, uh, if, if a bear is stalking you, like you would, uh, what was it, uh, sour gummy worms you said you were thinking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. If if sour gummy worms were, like, in the middle of a field, I might, like, you know, kind of, like, do a little walk and smack my lips a lot. <laughs> well, the bear does that towards you, our dear listener. Do not run. Be ready to fight and kick that bear's ass. Fight. Or a violet. Or you a violet. Punch it in the nose. What? Yeah. The, the, the article I found uh, use any available weapon to fight the bear. Sticks, rocks, bear bear spray, even your fists is the exact sentence. Um, if a predatory bear attacks you, no matter the species, fight back with everything you have. 
It also says to get inside a building or a car if all else fails. <laughs> if you're around a bear, you're probably not like... around a building or a car. <laughs> I feel like the same rules apply. I gotta go home, bear. <laughs> I don't have time for this. Vanderpump Rules is on at eight. I'm gonna back away with my hands slowly. <laughs> I have to get into a structure. <laughs> I, I feel like the same rules apply though with a 250 pound me with gummy worms and fueled by Lizzo. I mean, <laughs> you see me get into a structure or fight for your life. Get out you of have a bag of gummy worms that you're not gonna share. <laughs> no committal. <laughs> Sorry, Sasha. She is seething. <laughs> um, crocodile. Sasha's still here. Probably. Hey there, it's producer Sasha. As you can imagine, one recording turned into two episodes. So uh, here is like a little outro for you. Stay tuned for part two, which will kick us off with crocodiles. See you next time. Bye-bye. I didn't cover sharks. I didn't.